Hello, this is Veronica from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 2nd of June. Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal has said today that Deputy Chief Minister Manish Sisodia is being framed and will be the next minister to be arrested after Satyendar Jain. On 30th of May, the Enforcement Directorate had arrested Jain in an alleged money laundering case. The state health minister has been accused of siphoning money through four companies linked to him. He will be in custody till 9th of June. In a video message, Kejriwal claimed that he had learned from credible sources that the central government was planning to arrest Sisodia on charges of corruption. He said that the centre has asked all its agencies to file fake cases against Sisodia. He also alleged that the central government wants to stop all the good work being done in the fields of education and health in Delhi. He said he did not understand the politics behind putting Sisodia and Jain in jail. Kejriwal went on to take a sarcastic jibe at the centre and asked it to arrest his whole cabinet and investigate it. Meanwhile, the ED has approached the Delhi High Court, challenging the trial court order which allowed the presence of Jain's lawyer during interrogation. The plea will be heard on 9th of June. Recently, investigations on allegations of money laundering have been slapped on several leaders from the opposition. Apart from this, ED has filed money laundering cases against NCP leader Nawab Malik, Shiv Sena's Anil Parab in Maharashtra, and Karnataka Congress leader DK Shivakumar, among others. Former Congress leader Hardik Patel joined the BJP today. The move comes ahead of the Gujarat Assembly elections, which will be held in December this year. Last month, Patel had resigned from all party posts and alleged that the senior leadership of the Congress did not care about issues concerning the people of Gujarat. In his resignation letter, addressed to party interim president Sonia Gandhi, he had said that the leadership was not serious. Taking to Twitter shortly before officially joining the BJP, Patel said that he was starting a new chapter and will work as a soldier under the leadership of Prime Minister Narendra Modi. While speaking to news agencies, he said that he was joining the BJP to work. He slammed the Congress and said that he believed the Congress did not want to do any sort of work and urged leaders from other parties to join the BJP. Earlier today, posters welcoming Patel to the BJP were seen outside the party office at Gandhinagar ahead of his official induction, NDTV reported. Patel rose to power as the face of the Partidar agitation, which sought more reservation for the community. At the time, he had strongly criticised the BJP and joined the Congress before the 2019 Lok Sabha elections. He was the Congress party president of the state unit. A team of Indian officials is visiting Kabul to oversee the delivery of India's humanitarian assistance to Afghanistan, the Ministry of External Affairs said today. The team, led by the Joint Secretary in Charge of Pakistan, Afghanistan and Iran, J.P. Singh, will also hold talks on the matter with Taliban officials. India does not officially recognize the Taliban administration, however, has continued to provide aid in the form of food, grains and medicines to the country. The ministry said that India has already sent several shipments of 20,000 megatons of wheat, 13 tons of medicines, 500,000 doses of COVID vaccine and winter clothing. Additionally, India has also supplied 60 million doses of polio vaccine and 2 tons of essential medicines as assistance to UNICEF. During the tour, the Indian delegation will also meet members of international organizations participating in the delivery of humanitarian assistance, the ministry said. Apart from this, the team will also visit places where Indian programs and projects are in implementation. 
Three soldiers were injured in a blast which took place in Kashmir Shopian district today, the police said. The soldiers were travelling in a private vehicle when the blast took place. They were heading for a search operation. The police is investigating the blast, which was attributed to either an IED, grenade or battery malfunctioning. The injured soldiers were taken to the district hospital in Shopian before being transferred to the 92-base hospital in Srinagar. Two of the three soldiers are in stable condition, while one is critical. In another incident today, a bank manager from Rajasthan's Hanuman Gad, named Vijay Kumar was shot dead by suspected militants in Kulgam district of Kashmir. Kumar was a manager at the Ilake Dehati Bank in Kulgam. Police said he received grievous gunshot injuries in the incident and succumbed to his injuries at hospital later. The area where the incident occurred has been sealed and further investigations are underway. This incident is another addition to a string of attacks against civilians in the valley. On Monday, Rajni Bhalla, a school teacher, was shot dead outside a high school in Gopalpora area of Kulgam by alleged militants. In light of these incidents, Maharashtra's Shiv Sena attacked the central government over the targeted killings today. An editorial published on Marathi-language newspaper Samana, which is considered to be the party's mouthpiece, said that the central government was unable to protect the people of Jammu and Kashmir. Today, Telangana Chief Minister K. Chandrasekhar Rao accused the union government of conspiring to financially weaken state governments and of discriminating against Telangana. While speaking at the Telangana State Formation Day celebrations, Rao said that the central government was working against the spirit of the constitution. He accused the government of imposing economic sanctions on the state. The state of Telangana was losing 5,000 crore rupees each year, he said, as the state refused to implement the union government's quote-unquote anti-farmer electricity reform. Rao also alleged that the central government had introduced changes in taxes to deprive the states of their due share. He said that the government was squandering millions of crores of rupees. On the occasion of the State Foundation Day, the Telangana government has released a 172-page progress report which highlights the state's developments. During the celebrations, Rao also said that the state had made rapid strides in development. He said that Telangana had become a role model for the country with its economic development, free power supply, irrigation and welfare schemes. Listeners, while members of the opposition slam the BJP, it seems that they can only dream of doing it with the passion our friends at ABP News have in doing exactly the opposite. The channel has two shows called Modi Tracker and Yogi Tracker dedicated to tracing the work done by Prime Minister Narendra Modi and Uttar Pradesh Chief Minister Yogi Adityanath. While Indian TV news channels are not averse to heaping praises on Modi and Adityanath, none except ABP News has aired entire shows dedicated to them. To know more about what ABP News is trumpeting through its weekly shows, you can read my colleague Saeed Ozaman's media report on newslaundry.com. It is titled, Publicity as News. ABP blurs the line between performance and promotion for Modi and Yogi. Dear listeners, reporting on the media is a huge part of what we do at News Laundry. The reason we are able to do this and cover issues of public interest without any pressure from political parties or corporations is because we don't depend on them for ads. We rely only on you to support us. So, if you're not a part of our independent news model already, Head over to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right corner of the screen. Subscription plans start as low as 300 rupees only. Pay to keep news free.
Russian forces have strengthened their hold over an industrial Ukrainian city in their bid to gain control over the eastern Donbas region. Russian forces also targeted rail links used for the transportation of weapons. Russia has been heavily attacking the eastern part of Ukraine after its capture of the port city of Mariupol. Several parts of the eastern city of Severodonetsk are already under its control. The governor of Luhansk region, Serhiy Haidai, has said that fierce fighting has brought a pause on evacuation in Severodonetsk, where several civilians continue to hide in shelters. He said that it was extremely dangerous to conduct such operations and urged people not to leave shelters. Haidai also said that all of Luhansk was being shelled constantly. Meanwhile, the Ukrainian Foreign Ministry has said that it is working with other countries to end the Russian naval blockade on its ports so that exports of grain can resume. Kyiv has said that it would like the UN's intervention to restore its access to the Black Sea. This comes as several countries face shortage of supply, which has contributed to a rise in prices. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.